Hello, this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. I'm Steve Poisoner, healthcare consumer advocate, founder, and executive director. Our nonprofit's mission is to help you navigate the complex healthcare system and understand your legal rights, options, and opportunities when you encounter problems and obstacles. We want to empower you with the information you need to fight back and get the best possible care. Our special guests, experts in their field of healthcare and medicine, provide you with an informative, interesting, and life-changing education on a variety of healthcare topics important to you and your loved ones. In our new Fight Back mini-cast series, we take you through the highlights and great educational information from our most popular podcast topics in our very large library. Let's get started. For our listeners out there that may not have had much personal contact with people with autism, uh, what exactly is autism and, and, and how does it impact both the person who has autism and by extension, the, how does it impact their families? Yeah. So the technical, um, you know, um, description of autism is autism or autism spectrum disorder. Some of us call it ASD, um, um, refers to a broad range of conditions characterized by challenges with social skills, repetitive behaviors, um, a speech and nonverbal, um, communication, you know, similar to my, my niece when she was first diagnosed, um, and according to the Centers for D- Disease Control, the CDC, autism affects an estimated one in 54 children in the United States today. And um, boys are um, 10 times more likely um, to have autism than, um, than girls, which is you know, really interesting. So when you find a, um, a girl who has autism, um, it's, it's much more rare um, than a boy. So um, it is... Um, um, a, we call it a spectrum disorder because it really affects everyone um, differently. What, you know, in the autism community, there's this famous, you know, saying that if you've met, you know, one person with autism, you've met one person with autism because it affects everyone so, 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 so differently. Um, you know, some um, are high functioning, like my niece, who, when she was diagnosed, actually, um, she was diagnosed with with um, um, Asperger's, which is a high-functioning um, form of autism. Um, and on the other spectrum of, of autism, you can have individuals um, that are literally, you know, nonverbal their entire lives, that have other comorbidities such as, you know, gastrointestinal um, problems, ep- epilepsy, um, literally, you know, they could be, you know, rocking in the corner. Um, it affects everybody differently. It affects every family differently. Um, and you know, the, the, the treatments and services are again, different for, for, for every individual and family. Um, some of the things that we do know though, is that, you know, families need, um, you know, help raising awareness. Um, families need, um, support from, you know, other family members and friends, um, because it is something that is stressful. You know, autism, um, isn't, um, something that ever goes away. Uh, when you, you know, if you're so, if you're lucky to be diagnosed at two or three, which is a really, you know, phenomenal age to be diagnosed, um, you know, you still have a lifetime of, of treatment and different paths that you're going to be need to, to, to take. So it's very stressful for families. I think the divorce rate um, within, you know, um, autism parents is, you know, upwards of, of, of 80%, um, extremely stressful 
expensive um, for families. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're saying that pediatricians are on the lookout now. That's good. You're saying educators are on the lookout. But mm -hmm. I think I also hear you saying that, you know, parents need to be proactive. You use that word, I think. So uh, parents need to ask the right questions. It, it sounds like you're, you're recommending. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a really hard um, it's a really hard thing for parents um, because you um, you don't want to think that something is wrong with your child. It's probably one of the, that is probably one of the leading causes why um, we don't see higher diagnosis rates for our black and brown communities because there's a stigma that exists with your child having, you know, um, any diagnosis, whether it's autism, you know, Down syndrome, um, whatever the delay or IDD must be, um, there's, there's a stigma. Um, but we know with research um, shows that the earlier you can diagnose a child, the better quality of life they are going to have. You know, my work in the early childhood education realm, I've seen some brain scans of the brain of a three-year-old and a four-year-old. And their neurons, the, you know, it looks like this, you know, huge explosion of, of, of lights because there's so much brain activity going on during three, four, and five years age, five years of age. And really four is, is, is the most noticeable. These are key formative years. And if you can get a diagnosis and you can get the treatment, your child's life is going to change and is, is going to be better. And there doesn't have to be a stigma for having autism. Um, you know, um, I, my niece, there's so, you know, has had a magnificent life, um, services and treatments. Like there doesn't have to be this stigma. Yeah, actually, I was going to ask you about that. So you, there's all these, you know, laws that require public schools to offer, you know, services to kids with autism. When you graduate from high school, uh, you note it, you know, autism doesn't stop at, at high school graduation. Uh, what kind of services can you get, you know, outside of public schools once you become, you know, a young adult? Right. So if you, you know, have good insurance um, and or and if you don't have insurance, you can still um, qualify for disability and or um, uh, Medi-Cal and Medicare um, in California. And, 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 and um, there are still services and, and treatments and therapies that you will continue um, to receive um, regardless of, of your income. Um, but there are additional services, especially for parents with, with children on, on the autism um, spectrum and with any other disability, um, that you're going to need to, you know, start to research and start um, to plan for um, transition planning. You know, I don't want to go too much into it because we don't have, you know, all day. <laughs> um, right, right. But, you, but there is, you know, a, a really good checklist of things to 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 start to plan for um, in transition planning is, is what they call it uh -huh. um, at autism speaks. There's a toolkit. I don't know if, if Steve, if, if you, I can send you some of these links um, to add in there um, for transition planning. Please. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll post them on our website. So uh, that would be great. 
Got it. Um, so one of the, you know, things or services that are available is, you know, bank accounts, you know, start, you know, start saving if you can. It's really expensive, but there are a multitude of services. I'll make sure I get some of that stuff over to you. Okay. Well, excellent. Can you tell us, tell our listeners about the resources and support networks available to both parents and autistic children? Absolutely. So um, I'm going to tell you a little, you know, story about a wonderful woman, um, a, you know, wonderful couple, Bob and Suzanne Wright. They were the founders of Autism Speaks. I met Suzanne Wright in 2015, and she was really the driving force behind uh, making April and making April 2nd World Autism Day. Um, such an amazing, you know, woman and couple um, recognized by she. Not only did she get Autism, you know, World Awareness Day, um, you know, recognized in the United States, but globally. Um, just an amazing woman who, unfortunately, like my mother, passed away from pancreatic cancer, you know, way too soon. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, take a, a second to just thank Bob and Suzanne Wright um, for their advocacy and truly changing, um, you know, autism awareness, um, through autism, um, world awareness day and, and, and month as well. There are a plethora of resources for families, whether you're a child or even, you know, an adult, um, um, whether you're seeking diagnosis, if you just have questions about in yourself, you're like, you know, I've always, you know, kind of been antisocial. I've always, you know, been, um, you know, maybe you're, you feel like you're a little obsessive compulsive and um, you have problems with texture or, um, you know, sensory overload or an aversion to light or, or loud noses, noises. You know, if your child isn't making eye contact, um, not, you know, in those early years, having that imaginary, you know, play that is, you know, so cute. If there's just something in your gut that says, you know, something's not right with, myself or with my child, I encourage you to talk to your doctor. Um, if you want to do some research online, you uh, Autism Speaks, you know, there are other autism organizations that are phenomenal and great. I just happen to know that Autism Speaks has amazing toolkits. There's a hundred day toolkit for individuals who are new, individuals and, and, and families who are newly diagnosed, you know, what to expect and what to do in the first hundred days. Um, there are toolkits on, you know, how to prepare your child, um, um, for um, a dental appointment or haircuts. Um, there are lots of toolkits. You can go to Autism Speaks website um, for those, tool those toolkits. And you can also go um, to Regional Center um, to seek information and services. And then obviously connecting with the Autism Speaks response team um, for you know a one-on-one -on -one, um, conversation with any of your questions and looking for resources. So they are out there. Um, autismspeaks.org um, is, is a good website to go to. Um, you can also go to the CDC's website to learn more about autism as well. They have you know really great information and, and, and reports on, on autism as well. I want to thank you for listening to today's Fight Back minicast. You can listen to the full podcast on this topic or check out additional podcasts by going to our website at www.healthcareconsumerrights.org. We also welcome your input and stories that we can use on future podcasts. This is Steve Poisner, and this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. Thanks for listening. I look forward to our next podcast. Talk with you soon.